This week we've got tons of lawsuits, big changes happening to the industry, a major challenger to Google, and tons of other stories. Hi everybody, I'm John Lincoln with Ignite Visibility. Let's dive into the digital marketing news this week. This is one that is action-packed. We've got some really important stuff to cover. Hi everybody, John Lincoln here. If you don't mind, please go ahead and leave us a quick five-star review on wherever you are listening to this podcast. We would really appreciate it. It keeps us motivated. Okay, let's go ahead and dive into today's content, and thank you. So first thing is Google is facing a $5 billion lawsuit over incognito mode. If you don't know what incognito mode is, it's a way so that you can have some privacy when you're searching around in Google, but there's a huge misconception around it. So let's get into this first story. So a decision was recently handed down from the U.S. District Court in June of 2020, a lawsuit regarding their tracking of users in incognito mode. You probably didn't even know this. Um, But incognito mode is advertised as just that, so a way to surf the web without being tracked. But the lawsuit filed in California alleged that Google was still actually collecting data even when a user was browsing in incognito mode. So if this allegation is true, Google could be in violation of uh, wiretapping and privacy laws, right? So Google denies these claims, of course, right? Stating that people simply misunderstood the amount of privacy that the mode gives you. Misunderstood the amount of privacy the mode gives you. Now listen to this statement. So incognito mode simply means that user activity is not viewable to others using the same device, okay? But it's still possible for the data to be collected by Google, the website that the user is visiting, that user's internet service provider and others in the network if the user is accessing the internet at school or work. So if you thought you were like really incognito in incognito mode, you are not. And you know, that's, I think a lot of people think that they, they are incognito, in, like they, nobody knows anything that they're doing. Apparently that's pretty visible, right? So just keep that in mind, everybody. Next thing, Facebook announces an independent publishing platform. So if you didn't know this, Facebook got this huge lawsuit a couple weeks ago with um, Australia, like the Australian government, over news, right? Over news providers, and they're paying to license news so that they can have it inside their platform. And in general, a lot of these platforms kind of get into this thing where they're serving everybody else's content, but they're making all of this money off of it. And so because of that, there's a major issue with news sites feeling like they're justified to be making more money. So anyways, uh, keep that in mind. Now, let me tell you the story. Aspiring authors might soon share their creative work on a new channel, Facebook. Okay. So this past week, Facebook announced an upcoming uh, publishing platform for authors. Exciting. Uh, It will go live this year, Um, and so they're allowing people to publish on Facebook. They're trying to build out a publishing platform. Obviously, they want to control content. They don't want to have to pay other people for content. They don't want people to be leaving the platform. What if they could become the source of the publishing? Now, us as marketers could be a great opportunity, right, to be writing content inside of Facebook and getting a lot of exposure, and I don't mean to be cynical about it. I just want you to have the full context of what's going on here. Next thing, a new study comes out that says that publishers can increase clicks 67% with Facebook reshare. So if you want to get more clicks, um, people who share content on Facebook on average get that much more traffic. Very quick story, just this idea that if you're not pushing your content to Facebook, you're definitely leaving some traffic on the table because it is one of the major drivers for traffic online to these publishing sites. Next thing, a new report comes out that says that Twitter spaces 
If you don't know what Twitter spaces are, it's the new Twitter version of Clubhouse, right? So essentially Twitter made Clubhouse and they're calling it spaces. It's going to include something called a tip jar. So this is kind of interesting. So it looks like the platform is going to include this in this virtual coin collector will exist on any live spaces and integrate with popular payment processors such as Venmo um, and others. And uh, so essentially like were I up in speaking on Twitter spaces, you know, you could give me a dollar in my virtual tip jar, uh, which who knows, you know, um, I don't I don't want the dollar. But I will say, though, I, you know, Twitter spaces, I think that that's going to do pretty well because Twitter has just this huge amount of people using it. I, I cannot see people not jumping on that or at least trying it out. Next thing is Facebook allows publishers to earn money from minute long videos. OK, so now Facebook is is creating ways so that not only there's authors writing content, but now there's publishers who are making longer videos and they're incentivizing them because Facebook, of course, wants to get uh, more content from places like TikTok, right? They want to become that place that has that great content. So uh, Facebook will allow publishers to make money from these minute long TikTok style videos. And what they say is Facebook creators can now earn money from videos as short as one minute long with a minimally interruptive ad running for 30 seconds. I hope it's not a minute long video with a 30 second ad in between. But um, anyways, this is a quote from them, by the way. Um, so for videos three minutes or longer, an ad can be shown 45 seconds. So 30 second ad in a one minute, 45 longer. And previously, only three minute or longer videos could monetize with in-stream ads. With an ad shown no earlier than one minute, Facebook said in a statement. Uh, caveat though, creators must publish a page, not a profile, and you have to have 10,000 followers. And that page must remain compliant with Facebook's monetization policies. So, so you can make some money on your Facebook videos now, and they can run 30 second ads and minute videos and 45 second and, and after that. Next thing. Google says you could have a possible quality issue on your website if copied content outranks the original. This is actually a really quick and good thing to look for if you're worried that Google doesn't like your website. If, if you publish an article and a bunch of other people have stolen that same article and published it, and that's outranking your actual website for that same article, then Google probably doesn't like your website. It's actually just looking at one yesterday that had this issue. It was pretty, pretty interesting. So that, that definitely is a thing, uh, a prospect, not a client. Next thing. Um, there's a vulnerability detected in WordPress Super Cache plugin, okay? So the WordPress Super Cache plugin, super popular plugin, um, has an issue and it allows people to upload and run malicious code and install database changes and, and create backdoors. So uh, you need to update your WordPress Super Cache plugin. You should do a double check to see if you have that right now and update to the 1.72 version. Next thing, big thing, ex-Googlers. These people worked at Google. They put their heart and soul into Google. And then they said, I'm leaving Google. I'm starting a new search engine. It's going to be called Neva, N-E-E-V-A. So they start a new search engine. It's called Neva, and it will have zero advertisements, right? So they're excited about that. This new search engine, Neva, has gotten $77 million in funding. It's a $300 million valuation. It will have no ads at all. And you, as the consumer, will pay $5 to $10 a month subscription for it so that you don't have to see those ads. They're going to build a great search engine. There's going to be no ads. And you pay $5 to $10 per month. That will probably work out just fine um, for, for them on some level. Great idea. Uh, expect a blog post to be coming out soon on Neva SEO tips in 2021. Next thing, YouTube rolls out new analytics. 
living room impressions and new and returning viewers. Um, the living room impressions are pretty interesting. You can learn about impressions, impressions from sources such as video game consoles and TVs. So that's an exciting thing to check out. Next thing, feature snippets are back to normal levels. So if you remember a week or two ago, everybody in the SEO community was really up in arms, uh, in, you know, noticing this big drastic change in featured snippets because they kind of had been significantly removed from the search engines. Now they're back. So just forget that that ever happened. Next thing, a poll comes out and 60% of SEOs say it's harder than it was five years ago to do search engine optimization. I don't think it's harder. I think it's the same, in my opinion. In fact, I actually think it's easier if you know the exact niche and specific strategy that you need to do to accomplish the goal of the client and you go about doing it the right way. I really do mean that. And then next thing, TikTok has launched a new ad library. You can go to this ad library and see all the top performing TikTok ads out there and create similar ones for yourself. And then Google My Business came out with a new URL uh, removal tool. So if you're a digital marketer, um, reviews can be a great thing for your business, but they can also uh, negatively impact your bottom line. So Google has launched this new tool to reduce those undeserved negative reviews. So check that out as well. That's it for the digital marketing news this week. I want to hear what you thought about the news this week. Leave a comment below. I'll see you next time. Have a great day and I will see you next week. Bye.